I know you could be doing a lot of things, so thanks for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham, brought to you by First Star Logistics. And you're going to like this one because I always love talking with offensive linemen or offensive line coaches because having played the position, I just feel like it's one big fraternity. And Frank Pollock knows his stuff. He's the Bengals' offensive line coach. He's the guest in this podcast. And with three starters going down in three weeks, it's unbelievable. I mean, the football gods have been so cruel. It's amazing. 15 games, the offensive line played every snap together. Everybody, all five of them, they were getting some serious unity. There was a bond there. There was rhythm. There was timing. Now, three different guys are starting in different spots in three consecutive weeks. The continuity is being challenged. If there's anybody that can overcome that and handle that adversity, it's Frank Pollock as an offensive line coach, and the players that they have in the locker room to jump out and not just fill in, play like a starter. That's what it's all about. That's what Frank Pollock's going to get. You're going to like what he has to say. I admire your intelligence for joining us in the trenches with Dave Lapham brought to you by First Star Logistics here in our outstanding studios because we have a guest that is as good as there is at his job in all of football and he does it at the highest level of football he is the offensive line coach for the Cincinnati Bengals he is Frank Pollock great player by his own right in the National Football League for nine seasons and now he's imparting that knowledge to his young lineman in the National Football League. Welcome, Coach, and uh, thanks for giving us some time because I know it's busy down there. You're in the tournament, one and done, and survive in advance, and you survived and you're advancing, man. It's the name of the game, survive and move on. So what's it, what's it like when, when you play a team back-to-back, like you right. had to do the last regular season game and – in the uh, in the wild card round of the playoffs, playing the Baltimore Ravens, I mean, in talking to you and others, everybody felt like, oh man, this is going to be. They know us, we know them. They're going to muck it up. We're going to muck it. It's going to be one of those kind of games. Not going to be a beautiful thing, and it wasn't. Uh, but that's that's the AFC North. I mean, playing in the AFC North, you are battle tested, right? No question. Um, we, we've been fortunate that way, not only from a division, but just, just the other teams we've played outside of our division to be battle-tested. And we've had some big big road games as well, which has, I think, prepared us for where we're at now and the opportunities moving ahead. And then, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a unique challenge to, like you mentioned, to play a, the, the same team, especially a divisional opponent, back-to-back weeks. They know you inside and out. They, they damn near know all your calls. They're, they're, <laughs> they listen to the – the recordings on the sideline, they got a nice library of, and decipher what words mean. So it's, huh. that's, that's, that's a different element that you, you got to deal with and, and the meaning survive and, and move on is definitely uh, holds true for that. I didn't even really think about that because back in the ancient days when I played, you know, there wasn't all this uh, equipment and advancements technologically and all that sort of thing. Right. You're right, man. I mean, it's almost like, there are bugs everywhere. I mean, there's no privacy anywhere, right? It's crazy. No, every game, the center or a guard, one of the two is mic'd up 
for TV. Right. Every game, you don't get a choice. So defenses, opposing defenses are smart. They're going to listen to those recordings or the, 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 you know, from the game and, and pick up every word the quarterback says and any line calls and start building the library, especially your division opponent, um, and start deciphering what these words mean. And, you know, it's huge in this game and this profession because the margin for error is so thin, the, the, the parity, not only with teams and schemes, but also the talent level individually is so tight that any edge you could get and if you know someone's what they're going to do and you can anticipate what they're going to do, it just allows you to play faster. And if you play faster, you're a much better player. So. so, Coach, the Baltimore Ravens, they are unique schematically, offensively and defensively. They really are. I mean, they're they're a different breed of cat to prepare for. And they're, they're really good with their interior defensive line, their edge guys. They get two really good linebackers. I mean, it, it's a formidable front seven. But I look at Buffalo, I see the same thing. I see Oliver. I see Rousseau. I see two really good inside backers. I mean, gosh, man, how similar, how different are these defenses? Uh, uh, personnel, I mean, they've got – both teams have really good players, but the way they are, approach it schematically, is there any similarity or are there more differences than similarities? I would say they're a little bit of both. I mean, from a front spacing and structure, there's a lot of similarity, but as far as how their coverage – ties into some of their run fits from uh, both the linebackers and secondary, maybe a little bit different uh, than exactly the same. And there's some, there's some carryover in that regards, like a lot of teams play similar coverages, but they have some other things that Buffalo does that's unique. uh, That's different than how some other teams play uh, on the back end and how that plays out in the run game and the run fits and what, what shows up in the box that way. So. Hmm. Yeah, Leslie Frazier, I mean, when I watch I watch that defensive football team, and it looks like they're attached by a string. I mean, they move almost like the June Taylor dancers. You know, it's all choreographed, and nobody gets out of their gap. Nobody's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to harvest your crop over here. No, 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 man. Everybody stays and harvests their own crop. You know, everybody's where they're supposed to be. Are, are they very disciplined that way? Does yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they're they're very disciplined. They're very sound. Um, they're not going to be short a a, a a hat and a gap. And they've got the players, especially at the linebacker spots, that can run and be physical and fill those holes where they need to. And uh, they're they're pretty impressive that way. And then they they've got a good front where they, they have some movement, some speed, especially at the Oliver spot. He's he's very quick. Yeah, a lot like that cat out of L.A., uh, the Donald, similar build, similar type quickness and suddenness in his game. Um, They're pretty stout at the other position with the Jones guy and then the long and lanky on the edge, kind of similar to what Baltimore had on the edge in that regards. They're pretty similar, but uh, they're well coached. They have have good talent uh, on their defense and is what you expect this time of year, especially so it's. So, Coach, you, you played him for about seven minutes of, of football on the Monday night game, and then, you know, the, the tragedy uh, took place and right. didn't, didn't play any more football. But you, you prepared for him that whole week, and you did get – I mean, you went down the field in that first offensive drive, five plays, 75 yards, boom, boom, boom. I mean, gashing him. And uh, you only faced one third down. It was third and six inches or something. And three first downs on that drive. You know, 29-yard interference, a 20-yard completion, a 14-yard touchdown, 
in the red zone on first down to Tyler Boyd. I mean, it was like, holy mackerel. They come back and, you know, they're moving, but the Bengal, the defense stiffens up and holds them to three in the red zone. And you get the ball and here you go again and you're inside the 50 yard line. And then tragedy hits. Is there confidence generated from, you know, the first couple of times you had the football against them in Monday night, or is there no carry over there? What, what's that like coach? I mean, I think our players are confident regardless. I mean, we're, yeah. we're here, we're here for a reason, but having had some initial success, with that short game, obviously will give you a little bit of confidence, but at the same time, it's, that was a couple of weeks ago. It's a whole new game. We got to start it over. None of that really means anything. We right. got to go out there and earn everything, everything uh, on Sunday. I mean, so, uh, I mean, I think our team is always has confidence, but, uh, we're not overconfident. We understand that, uh, we got a tough test going into Buffalo is a hard place to play. It's a fun place to play. It's storied NFL. I've been telling some of the young guys, and savor this. This is fun. This is what you want to play in the league for is be able to go experience these things. Um, but they're, like I said, they're, they're a good defense. They're well coached and that, that's a tough place to play. So it's the, the success we had for seven, eight, nine plays where we had that last deal um, really at the end of the day is irrelevant. I mean, right. so. So coach, you've been around the game a long time. Have you ever experienced a scenario where, your offensive line plays 15 games every snap together, and then boom, boom, boom. The football gods say, that's enough. That's enough. We're going to take somebody from you in three consecutive games. Now, you know, obviously the, the the Buffalo game Monday night was only seven minutes, so I'm not counting that game. Three, when you played three full games, you lose a starting offensive lineman in each each of them. Has, have you ever experienced anything like that before? I Nothing comes to the top of my, my head. I can't yeah. recall anything like that from playing and coaching. Um, it is what it is. It's, you know, it's a rough, it's a violent game, and, and those unfortunately happen. Uh, you know, it's next man up. We got we to gotta adjust. It's, teams deal with it all year. Ours just happened to come late in the year and postseason. So it's, you know, can't cry over spilt milk. No one, no one gives a damn anyway. So don't worry about it. Move on and let's go. There that's you the, go. That's the nature of the league. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I remember that's I remember Kappa in 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 the locker room after the game, coming up to his teammates and you know with a smile on his face, he's like, "Hey guys, you know that's football. We know that. We know that's football. What are you going to do? Like you said, you're going to you're going to lay down and and assume the fetal position." Are you going to do something about it and, and do the best you can and fight? You know, I mean, and uh, and and you got a group that that that's got a lot of pride, man, and they're they're tight. I I love being around your offensive lineman. It's a, it's a tight group, and and Karras has been very complimentary of Kappa with respect to how he has helped with ID communication. You know, and not just the physical level that he was playing at, but the mental level he was playing at as well. And, you know, Ted's like, I'm going to miss that as much as having that big old horse next to me physically. He was my confidant. That's my dude. I'm like, you know, checking things with him. And, and that's that's an important thing. And, you know, not having that, you have to make an adjustment. But um, what, 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 is, what is the toughest adjustment, Coach, when you, you know, you plug in another guy and you brought him here for a reason? You know, right. Sharpie, Sharpie's a big dude, man. When, right. he stand, when he stands in the doorway, there's not a whole lot of sun coming around him. He, he, he blocks a lot of it out there, six six three and a quarter plus, and good athlete too, man. He moves around. But how, how, how tough is that? 
and, and then and then to lose others as well. Does it affect when you game plan? It's like, oh, man, do we have to pare this down? Can we do this? Can we do that? Or do you feel like, I got my guys. I'm not going to worry about that. We're just going to roll. Yeah, I mean, you you're gonna you're gonna take in consideration who who you got playing and what's their strengths and weaknesses as far as what you want to run. Yeah, but it, the guys that the guys have been preparing all year, been practicing all year, so it's not like we can't do the things we've been doing. Yep. Um. So that's that's good. Max has played football. He's a smart player. Um. Obviously, we're always gonna miss Kappa. We're gonna miss Jonah, LC. We we wish we had those guys, but. The guys stepping in are, are, are smart, aware football players. I mean, the, the biggest adjustment is just getting comfortable with the guy that they're playing next to. So the big thing is over communicating. Make sure you guys are echoing calls where, you know, for, for whatever, how many weeks, you know, like you, to use your example, Kappa and Karis might not need to have the extent of communication to confirm that we're on the same page as maybe, you know, now we might need, you know, so just echo calls, communicating, make sure we're all on the same page as, as Paramount. And, you know, it's been good that we, you got practice to go through all that script, all that variety of stuff for us to walk through things helps. And then uh, every opportunity for us to force those guys to, to get on the same page, talk, communicate. Like I, I encourage guys to, to talk as we watch film in our meetings. So they're constantly talking about those issues knowing that uh, that's there's kind of stealing reps that way. So it's just kind of part of the process. Um, fully confident in the guys we've got. They're here for a reason, like you said. And uh, we'll be able to step in and, and then uh, keep it rolling. And, and obviously the, the other flying the ointment as such or the other challenge is you're on the road with Bill's Mafia. Yep. You're not quiet. You know, it's going to be a not be able to hear yourself think. So – um, it's one thing to communicate when you're at home, horse of a different color, you know, and different methodology of communication when you're on the road. Um, you know, there's silent snap counts, for example, that guys are going to have to get used to each other with. And, and then, you know, I remember when we played together for, for a while, it's just, you look at, you look at your teammate and you nod or you wink or whatever, and they know exactly what the hell you're talking about, you know, and, right. and uh, because it's so noisy, you can't hear basically right next to each other. Right. But, I mean, you're going to have to yell and, you know, look and scream, make sure that the, 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 the spoken word is communicated. And I, I was just doing a uh, podcast a little bit ago with Chris Collinsworth, and he said, you know, in my estimation, the unsung hero of this Cincinnati Bengal football team is Ted Karras. Because now in the face of not only has he played great all year, but in the face of what's going on, he's the beacon of light, you know. I mean, he's the guy that's going to be, um, okay, guys, Let's, uh, let's make sure we get this done. Let's make sure we get it done right. And there's not a better guy to get that done right. I mean, he's almost like a coach on the field for you, isn't he? Yeah, he's been outstanding that way. Um, he, he's – what a center needs to do is, is quarterback the line and what I call run your group, you know, and he's, he's outstanding at it. He's 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 natural communicator and a natural leader, and he's, he's, a, he's a quick and fast processor. Um, so when things change, he knows what we're doing formationally or emotional wise to anticipate those. He understands that part of the offense, yep. not just, you know, his blocking assignment. Um, he understands the big picture and all those adjustments that need to come with it. So he's, he's been invaluable in that regards. So 
he, he can he understands that big piece and and can kind of see what's around the corner before before we get to around the corner to know that he needs to an alert you know a, a guy on the line the guard on either side and, and get calls communicated out that way to make sure we're all on the same page to handle those you know i paul brown was my first head coach and he did a thing for me that changed my pro football career you know i ended up making the team as a rookie. Then second year, I'm starting at guard. And he goes, you know, he said, I think you really understand football, but I want to find out for sure. He said, I'm going to give you, you're going to get graded. And because we as linemen, you know, got graded on our assignments. He goes, but when you, when I look at your test, I'm going to give you a grade on your assignments in the upper right-hand corner. I want you to do everybody else in the offensive lines assignments. I'm going to give you that grade in the upper left-hand corner. I want you to see big picture, not just tunnel vision, what you're doing. I want to understand you to understand why. If you're pulling, is the center reaching, tackle block down, full back filling, what's going on? And then he's like, all right, as I you know, started to get acclimated to that, he goes, okay, now I'm going to have the offensive line grades in the upper right-hand corner and every assignment offensively in the upper left-hand corner. Expand your horizon, look broader, look like you're talking about. I mean, he, was, he did that in 1975. I mean, that's how sharp Paul Brown was, you know? And I'm like, this dude is, he's, he's a genius, you know? And I, I got to absorb all the football I can from this guy. But that, that's the thing. You guys, this football team is not only physically gifted. You, you got a bunch of smart guys, man. You got guys that are mentally gifted as well. You have, a, you have a smart, physical football team. And, man, that's hard to beat, you know? Yeah, smart, smart and tough goes a long way in, in, in the O-line room. And that's kind of like line one for us when evaluating guys. You, you need smart, tough guys who've got, you know, the baseline as far as talent and skill set. But line one at the very top, you got to be smart and tough to play his position because there's going to be adjustments. you got to play more than one position. I mean, you only dress so many guys. You don't dress 15 guys on game day. Um we, we do a thing weekly here in our in, in my room on Saturdays. We, we do a, what I call a video quiz, and it covers all of our, our, our game plan, uh, protections and run game, where guys got to get up, and I'll, I'll have uh, a video clip where they got to coach that whole play, that whole concept, and, and coach all the positions like they're the coach, all the adjustments, everyone's calls, and so and it's you kind of – Guys are accountable to each other that way, they, they, and they don't want to be the guy getting in front of the room to coach that room on that play for that quiz and then not be prepared and not know. Then you're letting your teammates down. So that's – so guys, I think they enjoy it. It gets some competitive juices flowing. So who's going to come out and win the quiz at the end of the day. Yeah. The tournament bracket that we have. And uh, so it's a lot of fun to kind of summarize our game plan and make sure everyone's on P's and Q's. It flushes out some hard hopper looks at, hey, we got to be, be ready for it. makes us talk through them one more time, make sure we're all on the same page. And it's fun to see, especially some of these younger guys, have to get put on the spot and see how much do they really understand and know where they may still need to, you know, get a little more clarification or the ones who, who hit it out of the park and, you know, do a great job in that regard. So it's, it's just, you know, it's part of the process. So it's pro football. So that's your job. So it's not no, it's no hobby. Let me get you out of here on this question, Coach, and it's kind of a two-part question. It's about the left side of the offensive line. Volson, who's going to make a bunch of all-rookie teams, he's a stud, and his, his, his graph's gone up all season long. He 
he's not a rookie anymore. The dude's played a lot of football, and he and Karras are the only guys that have played next to each other, you know, for a, a bunch of reps. How has he come along? And then part B of that is, how did Jackson Carmen play at left tackle? And is it a situation where you're going to evaluate Isaiah Prince, Carmen? I mean, there, you, you have multiple options at left tackle, but now you got a rookie with a guy that hasn't played a whole lot of snaps at the left tackle position. But like I said, the rookie's not a rookie anymore. How do you see that left side of the offensive line shaking down, and how is Volson done? Yeah, Cordell's done a, done a great job. In fact, I actually had a little conversation with him yesterday and said, hey, your rookie year is over, bud. You've got 16 games in your belt. You're Now you just started your second season earlier than most. Love it. just it. happens to be back-to-back. So yep. that rookie shit is out the window. You're you're a second-year vet now. We need you to just play like one and communicate like one to your new left tackle. Love it. So you're done being a rookie. So, And he's got the right mindset. The kid's outstanding. Um, he's made up of the right stuff. Uh, inside and out. So he's done a fantastic job and he's continued to push himself to get better. And he understands his role and, 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 the, and the next step that he needs to take. And uh, Jackson has been preparing diligently all year to make that bump out of tackle. And he's done a nice job. He's been grinding hard every week, getting ready for when an opportunity might present itself. And then well, lo and behold, like we've been preaching in this room that you're a shoestring away in the blink of an eye and you're going to be in the game. So you've yep. got to prepare every week like you're rolling and going to be a starter, even if you get here on game day and you're inactive. Well, then you got to do it all over again next week. That's just the mental approach that you have to take. And he's done a nice job doing that. My hat's off to him. And uh, he came in this last week and did, did a commendable job. And uh, we expect nothing but good things for him. And like, like you mentioned, we also got a couple guys that uh, – we can roll in there as well yep. with, with, uh, with Prince and uh, Deontay. So yep. we're, we're excited where we're at and really, really fired up with what Jackson was able to do and love where Cordell Volson's at and how he's continued to ascend. Coach, commend you on hell of a job you've done this year. Your players responding, particularly in the face of adversity and not just next man up, next man stepping up. And that, that's, that's the big key. And having guys ready to go is big. And then for them to go out there and, and reward your efforts and getting them prepared is big as well. Good luck. Go to Buffalo and knock them in the lake. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. Looking forward to it. You're the man, Coach. Appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.